This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's issue, your relationship with spirit. So if you you know if you think if you're going through your uh, your uh, your home and you all of a sudden catch a, a whiff of something that you hadn't smelled in quite some time for 20 years and all of a sudden that brings you back someplace and that's no possible say that the the Cody powder wasn't in your home why are you smelling that somebody may be around giving you that indication that they're around and what do you do with that okay somebody's around then what well that's that's great it just should give you comfort it should let you know this is why would your and so think about who that person was why would your grandmother be there if your grandmother was around in your childhood to give you love and support and comfort maybe she's just there to let you know that she's there to comfort you and and you know that she's aware of what's going on in your life at this point you're listening to advice for life with lynn an award-winning interviewer, and a woman riddled with issues herself, Lynn Martinez. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. With the best advice on relationships, career, your body, kids, sex, and everything else in between. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com slash Audible. I love the word free. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi, everybody. First of all, don't get all freaked out when you hear the word spirit. You know, people use different words for the same thing. You can say spirit, you can say God, you can say universe, you can say angels, you can say energy. Whatever word your word is Whatever word you're using, that's your word. It's all the same thing. It's all-knowing, all-loving, that thing that's in all of us and outside of all of us. And most of us go throughout our busy days and lives not listening to spirit, not listening to our inner voice as well. But if we did stop for a second and we paid attention, there's always a message that will help us be or supposed to be. So what about spirit? What about the times that you decided to run back into the house to get something only to find out that because you ran back inside of the house, you missed maybe a terrible car accident or something bad that happened? Today, we're going to talk with Robert Painley. He's a favorite of Advice for Life with Lynn. He's a medium and a psychic, by the way, a medium who's going to tell us what we should be paying attention to and who the hell is guiding us and how we can use all that to be a better us. Time. For Lynn's Confessions. All right, top three things on my mind. Number one, feeling grateful for spirit. Thank you, spirit. Um, Number two, dating after 20 years of being in a relationship. I feel like a doe during hunting season. Although, you know, I'm I'm kind of getting the hang of things. (laughs) Number three, um, I've learned that if there's a single body and a married body, I've got it going on. Let's just say I've never worked so hard in my life because I'm working on the single body, nor have I said no to cake so often. Let's keep it up. Background check. The background on today's guest, Robert Painley is back on the show, back on Advice for Life. He's in the uh, hot seat here. He's a psychic, as I said earlier, and a medium. Psychic meaning that he can see the future. Medium meaning he can talk to dead people and they to him. He's so good at communicating with whatever is out there. He does it for a living. Like he's come to my house to clean my energy. And he goes to other people's homes to talk to other energies and spirits and help people on earth. And he does this all the time, as well as help people cross over and help people, as I said, on earth. Welcome back, Robert. Thanks, Lynn. Great to be here. We've done this before. Um, We actually recorded on Friday the 13th. And I was having trouble with my software and I lost... The freaking podcast. She lost me. God damn. 
<laughs> but uh, so we're back here, and you know, I don't know if that was energy or if it's just Lynn Lynnism, but well, I'm just going to accept and move on. What is spirit? So, uh, great question, very ample question. But again, like you said in your intro, it's it's whatever you perceive that to be. It's the energy that's out there. So some people will, you know, in the religious world, will call it God. Some people in the spiritual world will call it spirit or energy. Um, different people call it different things, but it's all uh, out there as something bigger than ourselves. Uh, gives us something as human beings, something to both inspire us to be uh, closer to a God or closer to energy or something closer to uh, perfection something better than ourselves and something bigger than ourselves. So that's general. Uh, in general speak, I think that's the way I would kind of look at spirit. But spirit is, but those, it's different when we look at the different types of people who are here to guide us. We have different types of spirit guides. We have different types of um, energies, angels, uh, good energy, bad energy, negative, I shouldn't say bad energy, when there is bad energy, but we'll say negative energy for, for the sake of things. Um, so it's all encompassing in those. So if we look at at, you know, God as being the overarching aspect, then we can look at spirit as being different types of uh, entities, spirits, uh, energy that is there to help guide and guide and protect us, but also uh, can have negative influence on us if you're around negative energy. So are you talking about, is this negative energy, positive energy? Uh, are these people dead people or is it both? They like can be. Uh, so it, you can get, you can receive negative energy from an object, for example, for uh, if somebody had um, an, an object, for example, um, I will use one example from my family. My grandfather, uh, before he passed, uh, uh, left a variety of World War II memorabilia around the house. And my mom, when, before she passed, gave me this, uh, this World War II, inf- uh, you know, different uh, memorabilia from my grandfather. Mm-hmm. So I I had this memory. One of those objects was a Japanese flag that had blood on it. The energy coming from this object was horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like I could do anything with it. Um, I don't know how my grandfather attained it. Uh, I don't know whether it was given to him as a gift. I don't know if it got it in battle. I have no idea. But the energy surrounding this object was bad. Um, for, it very made me very uncomfortable to have it in my house. So uh, I was told that I need to go out and have a ceremony to release this energy back into the universe and say a prayer for whoever this was that my grandfather may have either taken it from or somebody else, a friend of his or a colleague that may have, you know, however he acquired that, wanted to make sure that I sent that energy back to the universe in some type of positive way. Well, what would you do with it? To burn it? I actually took it out and burned it. I was told I needed to burn it. I took a very reverent stance to it. I did live in Japan for quite a while, so I took took it and did kind of a Shinto ceremony to send it back, that energy back to the universe. And I felt very good about that. It felt very positive. So, uh, so that's from an object perspective. From a from a person perspective, it could be angelic. It could be some type of um, family member that you have had that has passed. Could be somebody that you don't know, just a spirit on the other side that, for whatever reason, uh, is looking out for you and your best interest to try and keep you on your spiritual path. So, how can we have a relationship with spirit? The good, the good, the good kind. And you say you don't want to say bad. I'll just say it. The positive. Absolutely. Spirit. Well, I think let's look at a couple things. So mm-hmm. before we talk about how we have that relationship, let's make sure that we know that we're looking at the signs because mm-hmm. that's I think is the the most important thing. It's kind of like if when you're having a new relationship, you know, you can read all the self help books uh, about having a relationship, but if you don't have a man or a woman out there to have that relationship with, all that information is not going to do you some good. So let's mm-hmm. try and figure out I think how to how we identify who's there and then. How how we have a good relationship with that once we know that they're there. So I kind of want to take a look at 
some of the things that you need to know uh, that you may be sensing in your home already or in your office or in your car or wherever you happen to be. Um, and some people will have a sense of smell. And an example there is uh, I had a neighbor that I went and did a reading for, and every now and again she would smell pipe tobacco in her house, although her father has been passed for quite some time. And whenever she smelled that, she would think of her father. And so when I went to her home to do a reading, uh, they... I told her that I sensed her father in one area of the home in a chair, and that's where she always felt him, and that's where she would smell that smoke. And I'm just giving her that confirmation that what she's smelling is her father, and just know it should be a positive thing for her to know that that, that, that is her dad, that, and he would appear maybe at times when she was under stress or was looking for some type of guidance and just know that, she, that he was there. Melt her, made her feel less alone, made her feel more in touch with her family and her father, and that's a good thing. So I think people need to realize that sign is true when it happens. Don't just brush it off that I'm wondering why I'm smelling tobacco smell or tobacco smoke in my house. Just try and figure out why we're having that sensation and what's going on in our life at that time. Well, that's so fun. I mean, I, I every now and then, like it's very rare, but I will smell. I'll just come in contact with this old face powder by Cody, C-O-D-Y. And I, I picture it now. I, I think it was in CVS like a couple of years ago. And I smelled it, and I was like, oh, my God, this is Granny's uh, makeup. It reminds me of my Granny from a long time ago. Was that just coincidence that I ran into it? or Because it totally brought me back to her. It, you like, know, nobody so- wears that old lady makeup. <laughs> Apparently somebody does, but you know what? Sorry if you're listening. Cody! <laughs> Sorry, this is not an answer for Cody. Um, but if, no, I think that can be. You Sometimes mm-hmm. we're directed to that way. Sometimes it's purely coincidence. I think okay. sometimes there is yeah. coincidence out there. But I think sometimes we have to think in our life, too, what's going on? Why are we thinking about this mm-hmm. individual? Why, why do we come across this smell? Um, in the store like that, it's possible because... The, you know the store is full of it, uh, but if you were walking through your house and all of a sudden you smelled that uh, that smell, or uh, you know, or you know, so if somebody wore Chanel or somebody wore something mm-hmm. else, and you smelled that, and you hadn't smelled it for a long time, someplace where you wouldn't expect it, you're going to bed at night, all of a sudden, <clears throat> excuse me, you come across that smell. Maybe somebody, a presence that's coming to you to let you know that they're around, particularly if you are, uh, if you're having a bad day or oh. you're, you're making, trying to make life decisions. You feel you're at a crossroads. Know that people are there to try and help you. So smell is one of those big, the biggest triggers that we can, uh, have as human beings. It does bring back and evoke a lot of, uh, memories for, uh, for us. So that's one of the ways that spirit does communicate with us to let us know that they're around. So it's so very notice, possible. Notice. notice the smells. So if you, you know, if you think, if you're going through your, uh, your uh, your home and you all of a sudden catch a, a whiff of something that you hadn't smelled in quite some time for 20 years and all of a sudden that brings you back someplace and that's no possible say that the, the Cody powder wasn't in your home. Why are you smelling that? Somebody may be around giving you that indication that they're around. Helping and what them. do you do with that? Okay, somebody's around, then what? Well, that's that's great. It just should give you comfort. It should oh, let you okay. know. This is why would your... And so think about who that person was. Why would your grandmother be there? If your grandmother was around in your childhood to give you love and support and comfort, maybe she's just there to let you know that she's there to comfort you and, and you know that she's mm. aware of what's going on in your life at this point. And that should bring people comfort. It shouldn't really scare people. Mm. And that's what I 
want people to know through what I do is that most of the time it doesn't have to scare you. Just let you know that uh, you have a free resource out there. You know, people take advantage of all types of resources that they have available through therapy, through religion, through all kinds of things. And this is just another free resource that we have available to us as human beings to let us know that people are guiding and helping us. And whether we choose to accept that help or not is purely our free will. So, okay, so does it have to necessarily be a family member that passed? Like, can you, is there, are there, do you have spirit guides or angels that are trying to talk to you in other ways that you've never met? Absolutely. And some of those you can find out, you may not know who they are, so you may feel them through a hot or a cold spot in your home that you may come across for no apparent reason. Is Again, it cold, bad, like mm, scary? Not really. Okay. It's just because it uses a lot of energy. So, okay. you know, it's just, it just how they work with temperature. It's again, it's an indication that there may be a spirit around you. Uh, it doesn't have to be good or bad. It can be either or if it's mm -hmm. a cold spot. Uh, just letting you know that somebody's using, somebody's taking that energy from that location, which is using that energy and making the temperature change in that location. So it doesn't, it can be somebody you know, or it might be somebody you don't know. Uh, What's the message when you feel that? It really, it really quite, uh, frankly, depends on the person. Okay. Uh, you know, you just may know that they're around. This is where some people get scared of spirit right. because, you know, they're feeling this temperature change. They, you know, they're in their home and the house is kept at 72 degrees and all of a sudden they walk in some place and, you know, it's almost like you could see your breath. It gets that cold sometimes in some places. Um, and that's just an indication that you may have activity in your home of some, of some sort. It could be there, uh, when you moved into the home. It could be somebody coming to visit. That's where people turn to somebody like, myself and try to figure out maybe who that is if it's scary to somebody like what if you feel like somebody's behind you that's happened to me so many times I'm like oh there's somebody behind me like is that is that is that is there is that does that mean there's an energy trying to scare me or just something positive or how do you know paranoia aside <laughs> yeah. uh, no i would think that this is something that uh you really should take notice and sometimes you catch a glimpse out of the corner of your eye or you're feeling somebody around you don't ignore the feelings this mm -hmm. is how i kind of get in touch with what's around me and who may be around me at times an example and i won't use names uh we just said i uh, was in my bedroom the other night and i just happened to glance toward the door and there was a gentleman standing just outside on the other side of my bedroom door somebody I hadn't seen before a uh, tall man with dark hair and uh, he was not muscular but a big guy but and it, you're seeing for those of you listening it's a vision it's not like a it's not like it, a correct. 3D it, correct okay. so i'm seeing i'm seeing this gentleman just outside on the other side of my bedroom door and uh and I didn't know what to do or who it was. And I just got a feeling that it was for a particular friend of mine. And uh, this was about 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, right before I went to bed. I got up the next morning at 9 a.m. And there was a message on my phone that uh, from a friend of mine that her best friend had passed. And this is who this was trying to get in contact with me to let me know in advance to comfort and uh, and work with her in some capacity. So they kind of let me know. But the feeling that you may be getting from behind you could be anything. It could be uh, a little bit. Imagination. Uh, I always think it's my imagination. Well, it could be your imagination. Uh, we all feel, you know, when we live in the city, you have to be careful and cognizant. No, when I'm in my around. house, I'm like, is somebody behind me? Oh, that's weird. Nobody's behind. Well, no, but if, if you're in your home and you're in a quiet place, mm -hmm. it could be somebody watching out for you. It could be somebody that's there. Mm -hmm. um, it could be somebody popping in, somebody whose cross is popping in. I've been to your home. There's nothing in your home okay. from an from aspect of <laughs> oh, a spirit living here, so you're okay. Uh, What's the difference between spirit guides and spirit? So, okay. So spirit is a general sense that everybody has spirit guides and everybody has different type of um, maybe people popping in, popping out to check on their lives. People have friends who have 
crossed, uh, family that have crossed. Um, but for, uh, spirit guides are actually spirits who are focused on you and your spiritual path. Are you on trying to keep you on your spiritual path? Mm-hmm. So these are spirits directly assigned to you to work with you and helping guide oh, you. Oh, that's nice. Like mentors. Correct. Absolutely. So you're talking about spiritual. So these aren't people who are to make sure that you're making enough money or that you're happy or it's deeper than that. It's usually deeper than that because uh, monetary things on the other side don't really matter uh, and different uh, Anything that you have from a commercial aspect, anything that you own, uh, uh, any of that type of, uh, of information isn't really necessary to spirit. spirit. You're here to learn a lesson. So spirit wants to keep you on that course to make sure that the lessons in life you are, that you're supposed to be learning, you're obtaining and you're focused on that direction. Now again, with that comes free will. Now you're on a spiritual path, but you can make choices in life that aren't your spiritual path. For example, mm. you could be a successful stockbroker and all of a sudden you get hooked in maybe to taking drugs or doing something that is detrimental to your life path. Spirit doesn't mind that you're making money, but it wants to keep you on your on your path from a spiritual sense. So with your spiritual path may come success, may come happiness, may come all of these things, but there's people on the other side trying to make sure that you stay on that spiritual path. And it's never a spiritual path to learn something usually very negative. It's, spirit isn't there to make sure that you become a drag, drug addict. Spirit isn't there right. to make sure that you go down this path. It wants to make sure that you experience life, but that you experience it in a positive way and that you're doing something positive for other people, that you leave this world a little bit better place than what you found it. This is your spiritual journey. How do you know what your spiritual path is? Good question. That's what we're all trying to struggle with. So that's what I, even I try and struggle with. You that's know, such I, crap. We, when we're born, should we, we should get an envelope and say, this is <laughs> your spiritual path and your mission. Absolutely. But if, but if you out. knew that, then you wouldn't have free choice. I guess. And so yes. okay, I, I like you, the Jesus. same thing. <laughs> I mean, Robert. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Yeah. I guess the choice is the work. Absolutely. And you have, and since you have free choice, um, you know, you know, you can go ahead and if you are making poor choices, spirit always tries to make you get back on path. I'll take myself an example here. I, I saw spirit since I was four years old and I saw and communicate with spirit. So I went into the corporate route because that's what I thought I should do. I worked in the corporate world for almost, you know, 25, 30 years. And, but all of that time I was able to see, hear and focus on spirit. But it got to a point where I could no longer ignore nor the gift. It got to the point where uh, people were talking about spirit and I would start to come in contact with other mediums telling me I needed to work with this. And all the people I was uh, that I was meeting were people who were in the spiritual realm. So a lot of mediums, a lot of psychics and all of them telling me you need to be doing this for a living. This is what this is what your mission is. And mm-hmm. from a professional standpoint, I would run into people professionally that would do the same thing. Uh, I've had the spirit at the house and I knew that I could help them so I would start to work with with them and just became more and more prevalent until the point where I just couldn't ignore it anymore and this became my my now journey. So I hear you. So I haven't done this podcast in nearly three months um, for many reasons. Like I took a break because of Hurricane Irma and then, you know, I fell in love and then I was like, what the hell am I doing? I'm not making a difference. I'm not what what, I'm not making money. This doesn't mean anything. I'm not helping anybody. And I seriously was considering quitting and I didn't voice that to anybody. Then one of my friends at work, thank you, Nicole. She's like one of seven people who listen. I'm going to give you a shout out, Nicole. That's a lot of woo-woo. <laughs> she texts me, so when is your next podcast? Twice, out of the blue. 
And then there was somebody else at work, Ernie Shaw, producer, who I really never talked to. She got in my ear because, you know, when I anchor the, the newscast, you know, they talked to you in your ear. And she's like, by the way, Linda, I listen to all your podcasts on my way to work. I have a long drive. And so when is your next one? And I felt like universe, God, spirit, whatever the hell it is was talking to me tell I was getting signs like get back in it this is your job this is your true mission and that's why we're here today so is that what you're talking about absolutely these are these are the types of signs and things that you know they will nudge people I had to I just uh, told you about uh, uh, an example I had where I went to go do a reading for somebody this past weekend and during that reading I was getting messages for a neighbor and that, you know, I was, somebody was paying me to come to their home and give a reading for them, which I enjoyed doing. But when I got there, the entire reading was about their neighbor. And while I feel bad about that, the you know, spirits coming through to make sure that I'm giving the message to the people who need it most. And here's, you know, here's an example, too, of where you're at a crossroads in life, you're asking questions, and all of a sudden you're getting these indications from the universe. And you may say it's, I can say it's from the universe, you may say, and people who don't believe in what I do perhaps may say, well, it's just coincidence. Coincidence or not, the universe is telling you that you need to continue down this road. There's a reason for it. There's a, there's a reason for it. And I don't know what the reasons are for you. Those are things that you need to Neither do I either, Robert. You but, but, if, but if you're getting something out of it and you are creating good, there are a lot of people out there who are listening to your podcast. So obviously these are, these are people who are interested in the subject matter that you're dealing with. If they, and if they're finding some value in what you're doing and you're doing it for free and that gives something that also feeds your soul. It's karmically, it's very good to do things and reach out for people like that and just do something. Like that. Well, what I learned was, you know, from this experience, from this little story I just told you that, number one, uh, I may not know why I'm doing something. You don't, I don't need to know. I have to have trust that I'm supposed to be doing something. And um, that this, you know, your work is to be of service, Lynn. You know, it's not to, it's not about you. Absolutely. It's always, you know, the saying out there, it's always better to give than to receive. And it really is. At the end of the day, you're giving something back that people are finding useful as a service. And whether you're helping one person or 5,000 people, as long as we're all making a small positive contribution, the world's a better place. So back to what we're talking about, listen, to have a relationship with spirit, listen to the signs, be aware, notice, smell or feeling or energy. Correct. So noises, touching, electricity flickering on and off in your home, perhaps. Um, All those types of signs that you may be getting from spirit that we just kind of write off or people who are, uh, are not spiritually inclined, just write them off as coincidence. Tap into those things. Kind of look at what you're, uh, what you're seeing and what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're smelling, and see what is out there for you and maybe how that relates to your life. Once you, once you feel that you may be getting signs from the universe, let's call them signs from the universe mm-hmm. uh, in some way, then you can start to figure out how to have that relationship with spirit. So mm-hmm. one is tuning in first. You know, Are you tuned into what's going on? And then once you're tuned in and when you find that you may be getting signs from spirit, that's where you can start to ask them for help and guidance. So always that's, oh. that's where you can start to ask. And this is where you should be asking through meditation, through prayer, mm-hmm. through whatever uh, yoga, whenever you're open up and your soul is now opened up a little bit more when you're doing Reiki, whatever you happen to be doing, whatever centers you most. When you're just driving. Right. It's hard to be centered while you're driving sometimes because True. like me, I'm you know a little ticked off when I get people who are cutting me off on traffic. Breathe, Robert. Exactly, I'm trying to breathe. 
So, so when, when that happens, it's really trying to figure out at that point when you're centered, um, how can you tap into this energy? I love to tell people to always do it through their dream state because mm-hmm. it's the easiest way for them to communicate with you. But when you're going to bed, always make sure that you say, you know, grandfather or mother or father or whoever that person angels, is, whoever. angels, whoever that you feel you might want to get messages from, ask for those messages, but also remember to ask to remember your dream. And that way you're getting those two aspects of of uh, the dream state taken care of so that you can remember it when you wake up, because most of us dream and forget about them the moment that we wake up. Ask to remember your dream. So a lot of what happens in the spirit world, you have to ask for. So mm. asking you shall receive. So this is one of those times too, when you're asking your angels, when you're asking God, when you're asking, that's what prayer is basically. You know, you're, you're being reverent, you're trying, you may be praying for somebody else. It doesn't have to be personal. Prayer is an email, I always feel it, it, like, absolutely. Or, a, or a phone call. Absolutely. And, 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 you, and you usually get responses from your emails and your phone calls. And some, again, you know, the, the old adage is sometimes the answer is no. But you have to ask for these things that you want in your life. Asking doesn't hurt anybody. But it also helps formulate that process in your mind to make sure that you're asking for what's for, you know, for what your higher good may be here in this purpose. And I don't ask for lottery numbers. I don't ask for things Why that are not, that Robert? are mundane because that's not part of my journey. Okay. So, I, I, like know, I know you want to do that. I like Neiman Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. Higher but level. Higher level. Ask for those higher level things. That's where you're going to be getting your answers for. You know, your answers from and for. So uh, I think that's the the thing that people miss. People always, God, I, you know, give me the six numbers for the lottery. Mm-hmm. But most people who win the lottery don't wind up happy. Well, so, what we're really, what are we really asking? for when we're asking for lottery tickets. Maybe we're asking to feel um, Security. secure, right, Correct. abundant. Absolutely. That can come in many forms. Absolutely. But what people don't realize is look at what they have and not what they don't have. Right. And that's the spiritual sense of it. And how can you, you know, there's a lot of people out there who are very, very happy but have no money because right. they're out volunteering their time. They're doing something else in their life that gives them a sense of self and a sense of fulfillment. People, maybe people who, and there's also a lot of people out there who have a lot of money that do the same thing. They're giving back money. They're mm-hmm. putting their, their you know, uh, funding. Uh, AIDS research, or or you know, putting pen, you know penicillin out there for for numerous people, whatever it happens to be. So people who you know do some good with what you have, and it doesn't matter how much you have, you still can do something good to make somebody else's life a little bit better, and that's so, very spiritual. So think of these spirit guides as um, it sounds like a group of cheerleader, cheerleaders, or like your your board of directors, your your mentors, Absolutely. who are out there like all lined up. I picture them like around around. I, I guess. A board of directors long <laughs> conference room table and you're recommending when you go to bed that's a great tip talk to them and ask them for what you really want and need absolutely ask just try and center yourself that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing is to try and calm your mind down and we get so caught up in this in this day and age with all doing. of the things doing doing all day long mm-hmm. so it's a matter of just taking a step back I really find it I, I pray every night and you know I spend a lot of time there and it's my happy place you know where I just mm-hmm. sit down and you know I, I don't consider myself particularly uh, a member of an, an organized religion uh, I've studied many and uh, was raised born and raised Catholic, um, but I've been very spiritual all my life. So I take that and I incorporate all of those things into how I am and how I how I act. You don't you don't have to say specific prayers. It's the the matter with spirituality is really what is felt as long as it's sincere and as long as you 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 go into prayer in a sincere mode. You don't really have to say particular words. That's not what's necessary. You're mm-hmm. going in with just um, being uh, you know purity of thought and purity of intention 
takes away from all of that other aspect of formality. So I would suggest that people just go ahead and if as long as you're sincere with your desires to help other people and do other things, um, that is really uh, welcomed in the spirit world. But it's okay also to ask for, it's okay to want for yourself of and course. to ask for yourself. Absolutely. You, you can ask for, you can ask for anything, but it, remember asking for certain things, particularly if they're material goods or something else, is this really what's going to make you happy? So for example, you have a three-year-old car that runs perfectly well, that may be Mercedes, but you want to, you know, you saw the new Land Rover that came out and you prayed and pray and pray for the Land Rover. The Land Rover is not the, not the necessity. You know, you can live with your three-year-old car and you can do other things that you need to do. So, uh, I think that is a little bit frivolous of something to ask for, um, from a, from a, <laughs> from that perspective. Uh, but you can always, uh, ask for guidance. I think really what, how you want to tap into your spiritual guides is ask for guidance. Are you on the right track in your life? Is the career path that you're on, uh, the right path? You've all, we've all heard stories of people who have been in the corporate world for five, 10, 15 years. And then they quit their job mm-hmm. and they went up to start a brewery because that's what they wanted to do. And that's what they felt their life's calling was. And they're very, very, they're much happier. They're making, maybe making a quarter what they were before, mm-hmm. but they're much happier because they're finding their journey in life. I'm just asking people, not telling everybody tomorrow to go out and quit their job, mm-hmm. but I want people to kind of focus in a little bit on what their spiritual journey is. How do we find that? How do you find happiness? Because everybody now is concerned with being happy. Well, happy needs to be worked on. Happiness is just as given to you. Happiness needs to be given uh, or or sought out. And happiness in that way should be, uh, what am I doing? My my, my spiritual path and reevaluating the material needs, reevaluating the monetary needs, reevaluating maybe relationships that aren't serving you well and focusing in on, you know, if you're you're focusing in on somebody else's problems all the time and you're not Mm -hmm. focusing on on your own, that's not going to make you a very happy Mm -hmm. person. Maybe helping that individual once or twice to try try and get them on a spiritual path. But if they continually are in, invading your time, you know, it's taking you know, it's taking your time away from you, and it's taking away from your happiness. Maybe that's somebody you should separate from. So there's all types of relationships that we have in life that spirits trying to guide us on to make sure we stay on our spiritual path. But we had that free will to make that decision on who we put on our life, the jobs that we take, uh, the things that we purchase, the debt that we put ourselves into. So try and stay away as far as you can from maybe um, the negative aspects of your life, and really try and focus in some point at some point on those positive things that may bring you more happiness and reevaluate your your own uh, needs, wants, desires uh, to try and find out what that is. Well, in terms of material things, for example, like let's say you're, you want a bigger home Absolutely. because you want a bigger home. Correct. Maybe one of the prayers to Spirit at Night could be, show me the home that's right for me. I ha- I think I want five bedrooms, but I'm open to what, show me what's, what the right house is. Absolutely. And what you should be doing too, you know, put, putting yourself in a situation with good neighbors. Maybe you're in a situation now where you don't talk to your neighbors, but maybe putting yourself in a, in a neighborhood that you may find people who are more similar to, uh, to your spirituality or more, more, mm-hmm. more, uh, more in tune with, uh, values that you should share uh, so, so put in the, go deeper you're saying put me in the, the home that's right for me and then put me with people who are 
going to help Ab- me grow. Absolutely, because you can live in a beautiful home. You can right. live, you know, in the world's largest home in a in a beautiful neighborhood, but you may be unhappy. Mm-hmm. You may feel like a gilded cage at mm-hmm. some point because you're not happy in that situation. So, you know, look more at just the home. Look at the aspect of it. Is it is it closer to work so you're not having to drive eight hours eight hours a day? Or, I'm sorry, eight hours a week to mm-hmm. to work, or that you can work from home, or look at your you know, look at your job that way. Is there something I can change in my job that's going to make me happier? And show me in my dream. Absolutely. Show me. Tell me what am I what am I doing wrong? What am I focused on that may be incorrect here? Help me out. And and what's funny is sometimes it will come to me in um, almost a parable form, where it's not me in the dream, but I'll wake up and I will get I will glean the meaning from the dream for myself mm. out of out of what I just dreamt and say, wow. Okay, that was very powerful. Thank you very much for showing that to me. But listen to your dreams as well. I'm not saying, you know, dreams are basically a little bit of a metaphor. They're not, they're not meant to be taken literally sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they are, but that, but that would be more of a vision than it would be uh, mm-hmm. a dream. In your dream state, your mind is trying to help you cope with uh, your everyday life. So it may show you things that may be exaggerated or may be outside of your norm to try and get you to, uh, to work with that reality that you're facing. Uh, but the dream itself, when you're really tapped into spirit and you're asking them for guidance, really think about the dream, but don't think about the dream in its literal sense. Think about the meaning of the dream that it may have for you and then try and incorporate that into your life. How can having a good relationship with spirit help us in our relationships with other people? Well, again, I think spirit wants you to be happy. So it wants to put people in your life that are going to help and guide you. But you also have that free will. So making sure that you go into a relationship with your eyes open, that you really understand this individual, that you understand their wants, needs, desires, as well as your own, and see if it's a, you don't try and make a square peg fit into a round hole. Mm. So when you're putting people into your life, and, and as far as relationships, uh, the ones that you can choose, friends, uh, partners, all of the uh, business associates, those are all things that where we have choices in life. Uh, those ones that you know we have a little bit of, of uh, direction that we can get from spirit to help uh, navigate through those relationships. But really going in with eyes open and asking spirit as well. You know, tap into their energy, tap into what they're really about, and ask spirit whether this is somebody that's good for you. Um, you, with people that we can't choose, family members. Mm-hmm. These are these are people, particularly people who have passed. Uh, they may. Uh, we do have a lot of spirit guides in our families who have maybe passed. Mothers, grandparents, uncles, aunts that have crossed over, who are working as guides for us after they cross. Um, these may be people who are may have had even maybe not good relationships with us in the physical world, but now are learning on the other side that they may have done something or may have uh, conducted themselves in a way that may not have been beneficial to people, and this is their way, in a way, to atone for what they've done, to help guide mm-hmm. you in a better way, to help ask for forgiveness. And uh, asking and, and to asking and granting forgiveness are some of the biggest gifts that we have spiritually that we can do. So uh, making sure that we're not bogged down with guilt. Guilt is one of those emotions that doesn't serve anybody. And, and, and spirit will really try to help get you away from that guilt. So I, I work with a lot of people who have had um, family members who have crossed. And they're guilt-ridden by things that they should have said, could have said, should have done differently, wish that they could have done differently before this individual passed or saw them more. And I work with them to try and you know, find out what the message is from spirit. And it's all forgiving on the other side. Mm-hmm. So just trying to get people to understand that that guilt is not going to serve you well in the rest mm-hmm. of your life. They want you to be happy. They want you to go on and live your true self and to be and live your true spiritual path. So from that perspective, 
there's no there's no guilt that you should be feeling because you can't take it back. Come to peace with whatever that was that you may have been dealing with. Let it go. And then try not to do it to, with anybody else. Learn your lesson. Again, if we're all here to learn lessons, this is a big lesson that you can learn. And What's uh, the difference between inner voice, intuition, and spirit? Okay, so the inner voice is just the little thing that we kind of don't know where it comes from. It's mm-hmm. just a thought or a spark or or uh, it, it could be a, a thought implanted in you by your spirit guide This to say, hey, you know, this is what I should be doing. This is how I should be doing something. So that's kind of that inner voice guiding you uh, from, from that perspective. So I look at inner voice uh, as being relatively the same thing as they're very close related. Uh, and and spirit uh, spirit action is really kind of direct messages from the other side, uh, where you're getting something that this is meant for you for your spiritual path. Not everything that you do in life is meant for your spiritual path, but sometimes it's there for for a reason. For example, mm-hmm. the the example you gave earlier of maybe getting uh, leaving five minutes later than anticipated, or have something go wrong and you missed a giant car accident, or something because of that, or whatever happened. Uh, for example, I was supposed to to go to uh, to do something last week, uh, 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 work with a client last week, and I was on my way there and I got off track and wound up uh, not where I should have been uh, and there was a bomb outside there and I didn't make it there on time was informed by my client don't come please because mm-hmm. there, there was a bomb outside this location mm-hmm. was that dumb luck was it because of something happening who knows mm-hmm. I don't really know what that was about but it kept me away from that situation mm-hmm. which uh, would not have been a good situation to be in wound up to be nothing that luckily for everybody involved it was there was nothing there but for myself uh, I, I have things that happen like that and I think everybody does and so I think sometimes you can chalk it up to coincidence sometimes you can chalk it up to uh, maybe somebody just looking out for you it's hard to tell in those circumstances but really um, intuition like that is basically classified as something that happens uh, for no explainable reason mm-hmm. And that's how I just kind of take it. There's no explanation for that. It just kind of kind of happened. But with your spirit guides in particular, these are definite messages that you're staying that you need to stay on your proper course. Either you're getting off of your path and you need to redirect yourself, or you're on the right path. What is your best advice for life on how to have a relationship with spirit? In a sentence, nutshell. Way to ask me a question like that. Because <laughs> I know you like to talk, Robert, just like me. But in a nutshell, like if you know, people could walk away taking one thing from this. Uh, okay. Can I have lots of punctuation in here so I yes. can stretch this out? Um, I would say the best thing that you should really do is just be open to any experiences that you may want to have with spirit. Be open. I guess if I could sum it up in a couple words, just be open. Being open allows yourself to uh, to be able to deal with uh, with it in a positive, negative way, or make a free choice one way or another. But being but if you're not open, you'll never have that experience at all. So just be open. And I I just add comma notice and receive like ask for what you want before you go to bed. Great tips. That would have been my second sentence had I been allowed <laughs> only, to say you one. You only got one. <laughs> Thank you so much, Robert. If you want to get in contact with Robert Painley, go to his Gmail account, R-A-P-A-I-N-L-E-Y, R-A-P-A-I-N-L-E-Y at gmail.com. Absolutely. Oh, you're also on Facebook too. I'm on Facebook, absolutely. With a cute picture. Thank you, Robert. Without the scruff. <laughs> That's right. He's wearing scruff now. You can't see. Thank you so much, Robert. You're welcome. Thanks, Lynn. 
A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out. Maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.